Hi everyone, my name is PK and here I have uh, Dave Smith who works in defense and he's a property investor and I posted on my Facebook group the other day and I was like, does anyone want to just volunteer their time to take us through their journey, like why they became property investors, you know, the successes or challenges, mindset, struggles or mindset, like abundance or just the whole kind of gamut of what it takes to be or start and maintain a property investment journey. And very kindly, Dave put his hand up and we organized this session. And it's a real story from a, of a real human being, a real property investor. And I think that's what folks want, just like raw, authentic um, stories where they can see, okay, is this right for me? Can I learn something? Can I be inspired? Can I be educated? How can I actually get to the next step? First property, seventh property, whatever it might be for you. So thank you so much, um, Dave, for, for making time. No worries, PK. Thanks for having me. Welcome to the Oz Property Investment Mastery Podcast. My name is PK and I help busy people build passive income by buying top 5% growth and cash flow property and build a portfolio using data without wasting months doing research, spending weekends at inspection or catching flights or dropping ten dollars to $20,000 on buyer's agents every single time. So if you're confused, lack confidence and just overwhelmed with all the information and marketing misinformation available online and don't know where to start, then this show is for you. You're actually um, in a caravan with your family. You're, you're going around Australia for 18 months, which, which is um, which is super cool. Um, but let's just go back to like your your first, I guess, property investment. Um, yep. Why did you become a a property investor in the first place? I guess I've always had an interest in property, and it's always sort of fascinated me on the ins and outs of it and what you can achieve with that. Um, in saying that, I was quite naive with our first property and. We sort of did a lot of our own research thinking we were doing the right thing um, but and listening to so-called property experts and their reports that people write. Um, so, yeah, we just went out and did a lot of research and, yeah, bought a house in the or a block of land in the Albury Wodonga area and um, we built a four-bedroom house on that. Um, we still own that today and it's and it's it's done okay and it's it, it's done pretty good. But I think we could have done better if we had have probably been a little bit more educated in our decisions and that we made back then right i mean normally you're you're obviously you're traveling around right now or you're speaking from your caravan but normally you live on the south coast um in new south wales how did you buy this place in that kind of albury wodonga because that's kind of quite inland did you like make lots of trips out to do inspections or like how did you actually do that purchase yeah so um I'd done a fair bit of research on what areas and then some of the reports that we had purchased had really led us towards the Albury Wodonga area. So yeah, my wife and I, we traveled out there and um, did a bit of research on, on the area and um, spoke to a lot of real estate agents and um, found some block, blocks of land. And then we came across a block of land that was being sold by a developer um, who um, he, the housing estate had been, um, set up for large blocks and they couldn't sell these blocks. They were 1,200 square metre blocks. So they literally cut them in half and then sold them at a sort of a discounted price. So we bought the block of land for, it was very, very cheap. You know, we were talking sort of less than $70,000 for the block of land. Right. Um, so, and then we bought the bought the land and then um, engaged a builder. Um, we did all that. We engaged the builder, searched around, got quotes for a house and then 
had a house built on it and rented it out ever since. So, yeah. Whereabouts is that? Is that like up near Lavington or something? Or? Yeah, the, uh, the Hamilton Valley area. Yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah it's sort of back onto, onto Lavington. Um, yeah, so the area has definitely grown over the last since we've built. Um, but, yeah, in saying that, if I could do my time over again, I probably wouldn't have done it. But we have it now, and it, it hasn't held us back. We've been able to draw some equity out of it to buy the next place. But, um, yeah, it's, you know, sometimes I want to crunch the numbers on it and and, and see whether we we hang on to it or, or or move it on. Right. And and what sort of makes you say that if you had your time again, you you might not have bought it? Like, is there something... Do you reckon other places have grown more or was it do you regret kind yeah. of buying the land or what what is it about it um just probably the whole house and land it wasn't <coughs> in package like we bought the land and then built the house but mm-hmm. having that kind of you know it was you know good on cash flow but i think we could have got better capital growth elsewhere and i'm a lot more educated these days um from doing your course um that you know we could have made better decisions and i think I've listened to some previous podcasts that you've done that are sort of you put these property professionals up on a pedestal. Yeah. They think that they're, you know, these experts and they know all, but they actually don't. And um, yeah, so that's, yeah, that's probably my story with that. Yeah. Got yeah. It. And so did you, because I know you've also used buyers agents, but you've done the course as well. Yeah. Um, what's kind of like your thoughts on the property locations or the types of deals um, that you've bought your subsequent two properties with you know with buyers agents presumably before you did the course yeah um, were you able to kind of ascertain how good a deal those were based on what the courses taught you um looking back yes now we're sort of you know I think we you know we bought in Perth way too early but we went on, we went, used a buyer's agent that was based in Perth. And what year was that? Uh, 2017. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we bought there pretty early. And um, we, that's in the Jindalup area. And good yeah, now. Yeah, mean, it's probably now. doing good now. Yeah. It's doing good now. But I think we, as I said, we could have done better elsewhere. But yeah, we used a buyer's agent that was based in WA. And of course, they're not going to tell you to go and buy. You shouldn't be buying in Perth at the moment. You should be buying in another part of Australia. So I felt that they kind of were pushed. They pushed their own agenda a lot um, mm-hmm. in obviously getting us as a, as a client. Um, so, yeah, like the house itself is, is in, in a good spot. But, yeah, I sort of learned a lot that buyer's agents aren't necessarily there to, you know, they just want to make money. Well, the ones that I've come across anyway. So, yeah. yeah. And I think that that statement that you said before, like we put people up on a pedestal. I really hope no one puts any property professional, including me, on a pedestal because property investing is not rocket science. Anyone can learn if you have a little bit of time, have a little bit of passion. And it's not one of these things that a certain group of people will always retain a monopoly over because the dynamics, they don't change very quickly, right? It's like a very almost archaic dinosaur type industry for better or worse you know what works today in terms of how to choose a a property how to choose a strategy how to structure your assets what ownership structure you should buy and what type of lending strategy you should build what works today will work in six months time will work in six years time of course there's always some things around the edges but that's why I really feel anyone can can um can learn it why did so you used a buyer's agent in Perth 
presumably you had already figured out or you came to the conclusion that Perth was going to be the location for your next investment. Yeah. Like what and I don't mean this in like a facetious way, but like why did you choose Perth back in 2017? So I guess once again we invested in some property reports that are written by so-called professionals and um that at the time they were saying that Perth was going to be the next big thing. And and in today's market, yeah, it's, you know, Perth is very hot, but you know, um we are probably lacked confidence in doing the the, the due diligence myself and research and um just kind of lean lean on these experts to guide us in the right direction um and you know once again we haven't done badly out of it mm. but we could have done better elsewhere so and i think it just comes back to being um better educated and which i am today and i, I definitely have now the confidence to purchase our fourth property um without using a buyer's agent and knowing yeah. how and where to look so yeah, education's a big thing. I mean, every every suburb, no matter how bad it is, it always has its day in the sun. It always has its time yeah. to shine. But I think, do you sort of believe that timing the market is possible and that people shouldn't just buy? Uh, this is a kind of a loaded question. So maybe, maybe rephrase that. Um, have you been able to kind of learn that timing is as important as time in the market? Yes, definitely. That's definitely yeah, timing the market and time in the market as well. Yeah, for yeah. sure. That's definitely a really, really big thing. Um, and something that that we've learned along the way that um yeah, you need to be buying at the right time and and um yeah, you'll definitely do you'll do well if you do that. Um and obviously using your education and your and what you've learned, not just taking everyone's word for gospel, I think yeah. is a big thing. And has your partner been kind of along the journey um, the whole time or were you kind of spearheading this and kind of forcing them to be along? <laughs> yeah, probably me sort of spearheading this. Um, yeah. She has been involved in it and over the years she has um, definitely become more knowledgeable. Um, at the start she didn't have any idea. So, yeah, she's definitely learned a lot along the way of um, yeah the ins and outs of property investing. But I would still say that I'm probably the one spearheading the the. I guess the I don't know what the word is, but um, moving forward with with more properties, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I mean, you're you're traveling around right now in caravan for about eighteen months. Presumably, you have a lot of good debt because you're yeah. a property investor. Yeah. Um, how does that sit sit with you? Because obviously, like the the standard narrative can be, oh, look, you know, being a property investor means that you leverage yourself up to the eyeballs to the hilt which means you lock yourself in to a nine to five because you have to service all that debt, but yeah. you're, you're doing quite the opposite right now. Yeah, so yeah. Like, how have you been able to do that? So look, you know, we obviously make some money off those investments and I've been quite fortunate with my employment as well that I do. So yeah, yeah. Like we do carry a lot of good debt and it hasn't stopped us from, um, you know, taking a break from work and, and traveling Australia for 18 months. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there's so much talk about interest rates and fuel prices and all that sort of stuff, but you know we can still afford to do it. And um, you know we've we've got the nice caravan and the nice truck to tow it with. And um, yeah, so it's definitely hasn't stopped us from doing anything. And I think we spoke before. You know, like families that sell up to travel Australia to do that's probably what I wouldn't want to do. I like just the fact that we can still travel and do all this stuff, but we've still got some investments in the background as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice one, nice one, and and um. So where did you buy your third one? That was also through a buyer's agent. 
you know, it did cost us, I think it was about $12,000, I think it was the fee, um, to buy the house, but it was an off-market deal, whether it was or wasn't, I'm not sure, but, you know, they, they tell you that. But on the day of settlement, um, they did get us a $10,000 reduction on the day of settlement, so um, just from some things that were found on the building inspection report. So I, th I found them quite professional, but mm -hmm. once again, what they did wasn't anything magical. It was still, you know, it was a good house, good property in Cairns in the Brinsmead area. Um, yeah, so they were good, but I, I definitely still wouldn't use another bot. I wouldn't use them again, put it that way. And what year was that? Uh, 2019. 2019. So yeah. probably, I mean, Kansas is doing quite well now, yeah. Um, yeah. but probably for the first, let me know if this is inaccurate, but for the first one, two years, it was kind of flat-ish. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Well, that, that's great. And I think we were, we were talking about before how, you know, a lot of time property investors come across as people who are a little bit money hungry and, and you know, just focused on the financial outcomes. But you, yeah. you were telling me how important it is for you um, to to really balance that and not just sell everything and, and just become like a hippie or go on a caravan yeah. tour or anything. <laughs> no. But I have that that healthy balance and how there was a, a trigger for you a while ago, kind of realized that there's more to life than than just money. And obviously you're you're yeah. um you're taking your kids and your family around. I think that's that's great to see. Are you also I mean they're a bit young. I mean my son's almost five as well, but yeah. do they know that their dad is a a property investor or do they know like have you introduced him to any of these concepts yet? Oh look, we we had an issue with our tenant in Albury and um he did a little bit of damage to the property. So they I had to actually um disappear on the trip i had to fly down to albury um just to take hold of the situation oh and, no way um, yeah so like your property manager couldn't sort it out no no, no. <laughs> they yeah they um yeah that, that's probably a whole backstory to that okay uh, yeah but no they, they were they were uh covering themselves to 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 cover up their lack of um, doing their job so right. yeah I had to go down to do that so yeah I had to sort of chat with the boys and tell them that I had to go down and look after a house and yeah so they had a bit of an idea that I'd gone away and they asked me if I put the man in jail and um <laughs> but that was probably the, the most of it but yeah they know we have some houses but they don't really understand the, the concept of it so yeah. yeah sure and and like what is I mean you're kind of spearheading this whole thing for the family what's your goal i mean you you started like six years ago i think or somewhere somewhere around there right um yeah what's your goal in like let's say 10 years or, or 15 years do you want to do you enjoy your job or, or are you trying to just do the caravan thing all the time or like what is there a passive income goal what what's the big thing that you're doing all this oh, for yeah so like i wanted to take the time out just to refresh um and then following that like i will go back to work next year and so will my wife. Um, I've sort of set a bit of a goal for us over the next eight years that we're really going to be, um, I guess, pushing hard to acquire a lot more properties over the next eight years. Mm -hmm. um, so that's going to sort of push me out to 50 and then um, reassess from there. But obviously doing that with a lot better education and a lot more guidance and, yeah, as you said, someone holding your hand for a little bit too. So, yeah. No, no, fair enough. And, um 
And like you're, you're not a terror, like a, a a hugely experienced property investor, but oh. you have gone and and bought a few properties through different avenues, and you have some experience under your belt. You know, you're part of the Facebook group. You, I can see that that you're there quite yeah. often, commenting and and everything like that. You probably get a sense of like you know people who are in Facebook groups or or watch YouTube videos on property or consume podcast content, probably like like you do yeah. now or you used to yeah. back yeah. in the day. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, are looking for the quick answers, like the boom or the hotspot, et cetera. You yeah. buy those property reports, those hotspot reports or whatever. Yeah. Um, or they're like, um, you know, they're like really scared. You know, they're like, okay, like I get it. People like PK shouting that you should become a property investor. But what if it all comes down like a house of cards, a million reasons why that could happen. Yeah. You yeah. know, you probably thought these things yourself. What's like your advice to folks who haven't started yet and are like, maybe going to make some of the mistakes that you you've said you've made yeah i think the biggest thing for people who haven't started yet is have the confidence in yourself to be able to make decisions that can really make a good effect on your family in the future and um but be educated and make sure you're talking to the right people mm. Edu- education in this sort of field is key i think and um very easy to make mistakes if you go in blindly and as you said people are on these facebook groups asking for what suburb should I invest in? And, you know, it's not just the suburb that you should invest in. And, you know, there's so much more to that than just, you know, what's the, where's the next hotspot? And, um, yeah, like challenge what people tell you, the property professionals, you know, mm-hmm. ask the questions. And, um, yeah, no one sort of cares more about the, your own money than yourself. So, um, yeah, I would just be, yeah, education, I think, is key. Did you, just out of curiosity, did you, were you quite kind of benign and, and passive or whether it's the person you bought that report from or the buyer's agent did you are you the sort of person who did challenge them and and make their life like productive or hard or were you just kind of like ah oh, hopefully it works out like I think yeah back then like we were sort of quite passive and just were happy to be led by people that we were paying money to because you think you're paying this money to someone that and I'm not saying they these property, these buyers agents tried to do the wrong thing. No, saying that, but you know, knowing what I know now, I would have liked to have challenged some of their decisions on yeah. what they were recommending these properties and how they came to that conclusion. Um, yeah, so, but yeah, comes back down to education. So you know, while you know we haven't done terribly out of all this, I, moving forward now, I know I have more of a clear goal now of what, what we want to do and what we want to achieve and and how to do that. So yeah. Nice. No, that that's really, that's really good to hear. I mean, challenge everything. I mean, you said it, but I just want to reiterate it. No one really cares about you. <laughs> you know, no. no one cares about you or your money. No. Uh, only you do. Yeah. And so you got to just you you don't be afraid to ask the hard questions. Like, yeah. You know, even in like the technical things, and don't think you're stupid for asking something that most people will already know. Just ask anyway, or ask someone else about yeah. something else. You know, that just got to just got to put your sort of fear down for a second here you go okay say that again there you go people have too much ego yeah it's okay to be stupid right because you'd rather be act stupid or appear to be stupid and get the good outcome than Mm -hmm. you know just sail through it with your ego and then end up with a dud property (laughs) so i think that's a that's a really i think that's a really really good point um and maybe last question um dave you know interest rates could probably still rise from here i mean they're probably unlikely to but they could still rise from here 
Um, we may still enter enter a recession. It's probably unlikely, but things can change. We may still enter into a recession. Um, the world is not as certain as it was five yeah. years ago in terms of global economic health. There's a million things I could talk about like that, but as a as a real estate investor with a lot of debt, how do you approach these things? Like, do, does it keep you up at night, or what? How, what do you think about these subjects? I think there's a lot of scare tactics in the media talking about interest rate rises, and you know we've just had two of our properties switch over from you know a fixed period to um, variable, and our interest rates have doubled on some on two of those properties. But you know. We still can pay for them. They're still paying for themselves. So, um, yeah, like I think you could get caught up in all that and just get scared to make the next move. But they're not always. Eventually, they're going to have to come down. They're not going to keep going up. So, um, yeah, it's not going to stop us buying another property. I can guarantee you that. I'm not going yeah. to see, um, be scared to not do things just based on, on on interest rates or what's in the media. So, yeah. That's it's really good to hear. Of course, everyone has their own risk appetites and yeah. sleep at night factor. But when you hear just like normal people <laughs> say that, not like me say it, who's obviously got an agenda, yeah. uh, you see like normal person say it. It's like, yeah, this is how most people think. And, yeah, you know exactly. I mean? <laughs> if you just, if you just followed what was on the media, if you lived your life by what was on the media, you wouldn't get very far. No, yeah, yeah. like yeah, but here we are traveling Australian caravan, so. Yeah, we're we're doing okay. So yeah, no, that, that's so good to hear. I mean, and I think that's the for for me that's probably the big takeaway from from this is, you know, like yes, property investing requires some sacrifice sometimes. It requires hard work. Like there's no ex, there's no substitute for smart or or hard work, no. but it doesn't mean that you can't take your family <laughs> for an eighteen month cruise yeah. around around uh, Australia. It doesn't mean that you can't temporarily stop doing your job it doesn't mean you have to like live a financially um, anorexic life and I think that's a really good testament for what you're doing and and like you were saying to me before we hit um hit record as well like property investing and and just being a mature financial custodian of your family is a very important thing but so is just giving life experiences to your kids and I think that's you know, yeah. the best thing that kids can do is travel around instead of just being in front of a desk. It's a highly controversial statement, but I completely yeah. agree with you. <laughs> yeah, some people might not agree, but yeah, I think it's good to get them out of the classroom. And, you know, you see some European countries, they don't start school until they're seven or eight years old. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, at, at our age of kids, four and five, yeah, they're loving it. They're having fun. Every day is an adventure. Yeah. Sometimes I say to my wife, I feel like we're traveling Australia one park at a time. Yeah, one playground to the next. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should take a photo of all these like different swings or playgrounds and like have like a montage or collage or something. That would be pretty cool. They they become quite um connoisseurs of playgrounds. They'll see one and they'll be like, oh no, that's not good. We'll go to the next one. <laughs> the swing is is creaking in the wrong way. Yeah, I'm not a yeah, big fan yeah. of this. Oh, not big enough, or there's no bouncy pillow, or yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. They're becoming entitled already. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> They kind of are. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Dave. Well, I, I appreciate your time. And just lastly, is there anything else that you want to say before we wrap it up? No, nah, like, yeah. Um, yeah, like I've really enjoyed coming on and having this chat, um, obviously, to share our story and hope that, you know, some people can get some some content out of this and, yeah, help them. But, um, 
yeah, we're looking forward to the next eight years with our sort of next journey on investing. But yeah, thanks for having me. No, no problem. And and yeah, it, it is quite exciting. I mean, you know, it's a little bit nerve wracking in, in some ways, but when you have a clear goal and the capacity to buy multiple financial assets, it's like, you know, it's a really important part of your life. It's not life yeah. in of itself, but it's a really important part of your life. And I think it's it's really fun. You can make property investing fun if you have the right attitude towards it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It doesn't have to be all doom and gloom. No, no. I mean, you're just making the right decisions at the right time. And yeah, you can kind of high five yourself. It's, um yeah, definitely. No, for sure. All right. Well, thank you um so much, um Dave. I, I really appreciate your time. And, and hopefully, guys, this uh, served to to inspire you and educate you, of course, but also um, give you some realization of like what it takes, what it doesn't take, just kind of a real life story of a property investor. And there's none of this like 10 properties in three years or anything. This is this is just a normal how normal investors invest. And, and if this just allows you to take the next step or one more step in the right direction with or without me, then this um, the last 30 minutes has served its purpose. So thank you for listening and thanks again, Dave. Thank you. Cheers.